0: waterfall the ccw podcast
1: hello and welcome to waterfall the water savings podcast brought to you by ccw that's the consumer council for water we are all about saving water saving money protecting the environment and combating climate change Now, regular listeners to Waterfall will know that Karen usually joins us, but unfortunately she cannot be here today. But we do have Kath Jones on today's episode. Some of you might remember Kath from our episode on drought plans where she was our roving reporter. So it's absolutely brilliant to have Kath back. Now, we have a really, really exciting episode here today because we are visiting Haven Thicket, which is the site of a brand new reservoir on the south coast of England. Now, this is the first new reservoir to be built in England and Wales in over 30 years, and it's got widespread support from the local community. So we'll be finding out just how Portsmouth Water have managed to get such support. Now, before we get into that, I just want to say a big hello to our new listeners in Iran. Waterfall has listeners in over 25 countries. So it was brilliant to see our first ever listeners from Iran. Now, wherever you live, you can get in touch with the show. We have an email address. It is podcast at ccwater.org.uk. We also have an Instagram feed and the address there is Waterfall Podcast. So please do check us out and get in touch. Today, we are on the south coast near Portsmouth. With the team from Portsmouth Water, who are building the new reservoir at Haven Thicket. Now, there's four of them from Portsmouth Water, and there's two of us. So, we are going for a walk around the reservoir. We do split up into two groups. So, what you're going to hear are the results of those conversations that we've had with the team from Portsmouth, and you're going to hear the best bits of those.
0: So, I think it's time to bring on the guests. What would you like Waterfall to cover next? Send your water saving topics to podcast at ccwater.org.uk so
1: we're here we've got the guests here this is a record for for the podcast four guests that's unbelievable so it's a so it's a big hello to let's see where, where do we start let's start we've got we got may hello may hello. <laughs> uh, uh we've got eleanor
2: hi
1: hi uh we've got liz hello everyone uh, we have got rory hi rory now from what i gather you're in charge
3: I'm the project director for the Reservoir Project. We've got a great, talented team here.
1: Haven Thicket, this is a a, a site of a new reservoir. That's quite unusual that we've got a new reservoir. Why is this one needed?
3: Well, this is an environmentally-led reservoir. So this has been created to protect globally rare chalk streams that exist in Hampshire um, Southern Water agreed a few years ago to reduce the amount of water it takes from those chalk streams to protect the wildlife that th- flourishes and thrives there. Now Portsmouth Water, we're in a really lucky situation because we've got lots of freshwater springs here in Havant. In fact we've got the largest freshwater springs in Europe which we use to supply our customers. And in the winter we've got a surplus of water that flows straight out to sea. So we've got a great opportunity to capture that water in a reservoir and then supply it to feed Southern Water's customers during times of drought in the summer. And by doing so, protect those chalk streams.
1: Hi, you're good, you're good. Because one of my questions was, what what river is going to be feeding into this reservoir? But it's, yeah,
3: it's it, springs. It's not fed by reservoir. So it's actually these springs which supply water and we're going to pump it up through a short pipeline and then store it here in the reservoir.
1: So one of the things we're always banging on about on waterfall is use less water so you're building a reservoir can't you just tell people to use less
3: water yeah it's a really good challenge and water companies everywhere are um, are working towards a target to reduce loss of water through leakage for example um, by 50 percent by 2050 compared with 2017 levels and also working with customers to make sure they use water more efficiently and to reduce water use But that's not going to be enough if we're going to protect these globally rare chalk streams the southeast is 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 a you know has water challenges with supply we've got population growth we've got climate change and so we need to do more to create new and sustainable source of water if we're going to keep up with demand and protect those environments
1: so the message there is reducing the amount you use is part of the solution
0: but isn't going to be enough
3: It's all part of a big portfolio of work that's going to make sure we've got resilient and sustainable water supplies for decades to come.
0: CCW, passionate about championing the best interests of everyone who uses water, now and in the future. So I've formed a
1: splinter group over here. We've got May and Ella here. Now, now May, you are doing work experience, right, for Portsmouth Water? Uh,
4: Yeah, I am for two
1: weeks. Two weeks. So you're how far into your two weeks?
4: Uh, This is my last day.
1: Oh right, so you get to go in the great outdoors. Have they let you outside any other days?
4: Uh, yes, one day last week I went on to site with Jonathan and looked around, um, it was more about the environmental works, um, Caroline was there as well. So,
1: Did you pick Portsmouth Water or did you get given Portsmouth Water to do?
4: Um, so it was sort of a bit of both, so I wasn't too sure what I wanted to do and my mum actually works at Portsmouth Water so she said how about I try and find you a place with the Haven Thicket Reservoir? And I was like, oh, yeah, that would be a good idea because I wanted to learn um, a bit more about environmental works and how it's actually going to work.
1: And when you say environmental works, what, 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 what do you mean by that? Just, just for... um,
4: So how it's going like, to affect wildlife and the community as a whole. Um, because obviously they have to chop down lots of trees and things, and lots of um, wildlife will get disrupted. So I just wanted to learn like how they're gonna help protect the wildlife that they're um, disrupting.
1: Now, now you got me interested. Cause I want to know how they're gonna do that. <laughs> do, you, do you know how they're gonna do that?
4: Um, yes. Yeah, so with things like um, little like lake things, um, they have like lots of vertebrates in there. So they've got like a team that go out and like sieve out these tiny little creatures and then they move them to a different place um and put them in like so when they get rid of these little like lake things they have no animals will be in there that are going to get like disrupted so or,
1: these are like little lake things or things that are already here that when they construct the reservoir yeah. they're going to have to yeah like, they're going to have to like get
4: rid of so got you yeah
1: so that sounds like uh, a lot of work for the Portsmouth water team
4: <laughs> yeah um
1: but I'm guessing the new reservoir is going to be really great for wildlife, right? Because it's going to be a new habitat.
4: Yeah, so there'll be lots of like spaces for the um, wildlife to re... Um, home, I suppose, yeah. And there's lots of places for them that they can go.
1: Now, I was on the internet yesterday having a look at your fly-through of the uh, of the new reservoir and it had nice pictures of People sailing and all that kind of stuff—is that—is that still part of the plan that, that there'll be community involvement, or did I make that up? That there'll be people sailing on it. <laughs> I'm sure there are some boats and people doing things on the reservoir. So
5: we definitely are uh, lots of lots of ways for the community to get involved once it's once it's finished. So we're going to have. Are
1: there no boats?
5: It's not. Well, it, it's, it's still, it's still, we're, st- we're still deciding exactly what the recreational facilities will be, but we're very conscious that we want it to be um, a sort of environmental haven um, with a new wetland. Um, and, and we obviously want the community to be able to use the reservoir and, and, and to enjoy it. But it's just finding the right balance between the needs of the community and the needs of the wildlife as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it looked, it looked great, I mean, you know, on your, on your fly through. Remarkably realistic. Is that a good video? Often these ones look really rubbish. (laughs) Like the people look awful, like stick people. But this actually really good. So I, I I was really excited about that. But the most important thing was, it's going to be a cafe.
5: There will be some kind of cafe and visitor centre. Yes, yeah. So um, we're we're going to be building a new visitor centre, um, which will be very close to the wetlands, so people can come and uh, they can have something to drink and they can uh, look over where all the uh, the birds are and um, and and really see what a great what a great new uh, place it is.
1: Because that's the first question my kids always ask if we're going anywhere: is there a cafe? <laughs> and yeah, you know, so. I've looked forward to coming back and seeing the cafe, forget the reservoir, right? It's, uh, it's all about the cafe. Will there be swings?
5: There will definitely be some like children's play, a children's play area and uh, yeah, lot, lots lots there for, for the local community.
1: So there's a lot of, um, you've said the local community quite a few times, um, which is great that you're talking about people. And what's the view then of the locals of the new reservoir? Are people kind of... Saying, mm, what are you doing that for? Um, are people welcoming it? What's the score?
4: So, I think it's like a... I think most people do agree with it and they think it's a really good idea, but you always get the odd one or two who just fully against it. But most people, I think, think it's a good idea. Um, it's quite... A lot of people know about it because, obviously, social media and things like that. So, yeah, I think a lot of people do agree with it and I agree with it. I think it's a really good way to... Um, keep
1: water um, for the future. It's interesting that there does seem to be um, a difference in attitude here to this reservoir than, say, in South Oxfordshire, where there's a, a proposal for a reservoir there, and the locals are very much against it. Um, and in earlier editions of Waterfall, I think I've already irritated the South Oxfordshire residents, so so I think they've stopped listening. So. I, I, I don't mind saying, why are South Oxfordshire against reservoirs, yet here, people seem okay with it? I mean, or am I overgeneralising? Go on, Eleanor. Well, I, I, mean,
5: I wouldn't like to speak on behalf of the residents of South Oxfordshire, but I, I can say that here we've put an awful lot of time and energy into bringing the local community on board. Um, so uh, there was a local group um, who who formed to put a stop to the reservoir, a few years ago and they called themselves stop the chop and and they were very against stop the work that the we were chop. doing. yeah because of
1: <laughs> because they, because we have to oh, chopping down trees we've got you got Do you tree. see how slew I am there yes now. yeah absolutely
5: so that was that was their main concern um but we uh we invited this group into the Portsmouth Water head office um and we talked through our plans with them and gave them the opportunity to sort of help to shape our plans and share their ideas with us um and they were They were great ideas, so they put forward um, the suggestion of uh, relocating some of the trees on site, so uh, that's physically digging up some of the trees uh, that would otherwise have been removed and replanting them to create new habitats and and new wildlife corridors around the site. Portsmouth Water for Yep, this is a great idea. We're very happy to take it forward. So we did, and we're working really closely with this group um, and they actually changed their name to Haven't Thicket for Nature. Um, so they stopped they stopped um opposing the reservoir they
1: stopped stopping the chop they
5: did they did and they I mean, um, that's a
1: bit of a mouthful for a new group
5: <laughs> it is it is so it was it we were very pleased um very pleased to have them involved and uh, they now they do volunteering on site so they've been helping to clear out areas of um of ragwort so uh, there's lots of ragwort growing where we've planted new trees so we, they've all been out on site helping us helping us do some weeding there um and they come along to some of the groups that we hold so we hold groups that the local community can come along to and share their ideas and, and they're regulars at that as well so um i think that's i think that's a big part of the success of have picket reservoir is really engaging and listening to the community and acting on on their suggestions and, and bringing them along with it
1: it does sound too good to be true. I just want to call you out on this. Uh, so there's this group; they were against it. You've won them over through, uh, we we'll giving them some tea and coffee uh, at your headquarters, <laughs> um, but and persuading them that you're doing a good job. Right? Were they the only resistors?
5: So we, as 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 May said, I mean, there are you know you do find that there were there are little pockets of people throughout the community who who, who wouldn't who wouldn't want the reservoir. Um, but on the whole it's, it's, really, it's a really positive scheme. I think the community can see that it's going to bring a lot of benefits to the area um, and uh, it's going to help protect, uh, as Rory sort of has explained already, it's going to protect uh, some of the rare chalk streams and rivers in Hampshire by providing a new source of water. So I, I don't think it's surprising that on the whole people are supportive of the scheme because it is it's very positive.
0: Be sure to head back through the archives and check out all the past episodes of Waterfall.
6: It's not often that we see water companies working together on quite big projects. So has that been helpful or a hurdle? Has it changed customers' opinions?
3: Well, the south of England has got a, is a challenge in terms of water scarcity in any event. And so what we're finding is that water companies need to be working more in partnership to yeah. find local solutions for regional challenges. And so we're really excited to be working in partnership with Southern Water um, to share our water and uh, make the whole network more resilient as a result.
6: Yeah, I think it's genuinely, Rory, it's a brilliant thing, isn't it? You've got, uh, you are able to protect rivers for everybody. And your customers must actually be, not so much for the podcast, people must be thrilled to hear that they're going to get their local spring water
3: as their water all the time. No, you're absolutely right. So we did a lot of stakeholder consultation, and we developed plans for the reservoir um, with feedback from stakeholders, regulatory bodies, local interest groups, and local residents. And by the time we put in our planning application, uh, an independent survey suggested we had over 90% of people responding. Oh, um, wow. the scheme, <laughs> and, and that's because of the amount of effort we've invested to understand people's opinions and use that to shape the design of the reservoir. Yeah, oh,
6: 90%. That's huge. <laughs> yeah,
3: well, it, it was an award-winning stakeholder consultation exercise. Oh, my More goodness. challenging because we had to do it during the middle of COVID. So the point where we had to do oh. consultation sessions, you'd normally go to a local... Yeah, yeah, and hall. go, everybody come here. Instead, yeah. we had to move those online. Uh, but in a way, I think having online consultation made it much more convenient for more people to join in at times that it suited them. And if they couldn't be there, they could then watch it on YouTube instead. Yeah, you can
6: watch it again. Do you know, it's interesting you say that. I think we've seen that with quite a lot of consultations meetings and such that people are doing if you hold them online you're far more likely to have a member of the general public turn up at you know for 7pm than you are if you're asking them to come out you know leave home miss eastenders get down the village (laughs) all. so just talking about um, the, uh, the stakeholder engagement that you've got going on with all the, the local residents group because you've got estates on either side of this project and clearly it's a beautiful place that people use. We've seen people walking dogs around here today. It's clearly a well-used piece. And Liz, you were just telling me about the subgroups that you've got going on there.
2: Yeah, but we've, we've got, we're working very closely with the environment uh, subgroup and access and recreation uh, subgroup uh, we, we meet regularly with them uh, we brief them on developments engage with them ask their ideas feedback uh, they do look at documents for information and sometimes they're able to comment we do the you said we did uh, and 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 feedback because some of the ideas they come up with as uh, rory's been saying about this sort of sapling rescue um uh, not, it's not an idea, the, the whole it's concept thing we're actually <laughs> implementing on site. They've they come up with some great ideas. And so um, I think most recently we've been walking around the site with them um, and we were looking at locations where we could um, relocate um, soil. Um, and that soil derived from ancient woodlands. So, oh, wow. Um, so we're translocating soil on site and those sapling rescue Uh, sorry, those uh, uh, saplings that we're rescuing on site, we're actually going to be translocating, moving those saplings into those areas as well. That's amazing. So they won't even know the difference in the the soil that they're (laughs) in. It
3: also helps us to preserve the genetic history of the ancient woodland that was here. I suppose, yeah, there's got to be hundreds of
6: years of Stuff. There's probably a very technical name for that, isn't there? There's yeah, it not yeah, stuff. Well, ancient
2: ancient <laughs> over, over four hundred years old, and so it has this legacy of not not just the soil and the mycelium inside them, but also the the, the flora in in the soil. So it's... so so I was thinking, there's an area down the southwest corner. Um, next to Lee Park where we've translocated uh, some of this soil and um, it would take a while for the saplings that we've rescued to establish but I'm pretty sure that we'll get bluebells in there soon because that's almost the first flush The you woodland clearance that's what comes through isn't it and that's very much a sign of um, ancient woodland as well that's so
6: so exciting it is it's a great opportunity you could could be one of those Instagram accounts now with you know those swathes of bluebell fields going everywhere
3: well we do have Quite a few people on our team are really keen photographers and drone flyers as well so i think we're going oh, to get a really good bank of pictures and videos yeah. as we go through the project
6: i love that especially having somebody fly a drone over it that would be <laughs> genuinely
3: that would be brilliant
6: look at this
2: <laughs> I, I suppose the other thing with the access and recreation strategy that's been produced and we've we produced that in in conjunction with with the community but also um portsmouth water is working very closely with Forestry England yeah. who, who own the land at Haven't Thicket and also Hampshire County Council. There's a sort of tripartite group um, and that as, as a result this, the recreation strategy is ensuring connectivity around the site yeah. to the adjacent areas but also way beyond that as well so it means that um, Uh, The the Shipwrights Way, which is a very long-distance footpath, comes down into Rowlands Castle and and, uh, to the corner of the site here. Um, And that means that there's that connectivity to the wider areas. Oh, so it's easy to
6: get in and out of for residents and further afield for people who want to go on a really long-distance
2: walk. (laughs) Exactly.
0: The human body is roughly 60% water. This podcast is 100. So doing a reservoir from scratch is not
1: a quick thing right when did, when when did when was the idea first m- first brought up to build a new reservoir here
5: oh, oh gosh so horseman water have actually owned the land um since the 1960s and uh it, it, i think the idea of building a reservoir here has always been there um but, but they just couldn't justify it at the time there wasn't there wasn't the need for the water and um it's only in the last the last few years when um when water companies have been asked to take less, less water from chalk streams in Hampshire, that um, the, the, the Portsmouth Water could, could put forward the idea and, and, and prove that there was the need for the Hampden Get Reservoir.
1: Wow! So we're overlooking a big old field now, of fields. So where would we? Where would the reservoir be? Are we standing in it yet?
5: We're not standing in it yet. No. So if we look that way, yeah. towards that big mound of earth and, yeah. and all the diggers the reservoir is going to be in that direction yeah um but pretty much everything that you can see that doesn't have a tree on it is going to be where the reservoir will be
1: right so it's pretty big And i was reading it was five kilometers all the way around is that right
5: yeah that's about right yeah so it's about a mile by by a mile
1: so that's ready made for a park run
5: it is isn't it yeah it's exactly now right five kilometers park run
1: yeah, I, I, that's my gift to you. There we are. That's, New that's way great. of engaging with the community. I would love to come and do a part run here. It could be that a lovely be place awesome. for a part run. <laughs> it? it would be really good. Yeah. And given that you've got a cafe and a nice circle. Yep. Yep.
5: Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, so oh, if you look in that sort of corner over there, that's where the visitor centre will yeah. be, in that in that corner over there. Um, and, uh, there'll be footpaths and cycle paths, um, and bridleways going all the way around the reservoir. Um, and actually down in that sort of southern corner, we've got Staunton Country Park, which is, um, a lovely sort of country park, which is owned by Hampshire County Council. Um, and we're working with them as well because we thought it'd be great to connect the two together so people can use both so they can go for a walk around storm country park and and get into the where the reservoir is and and vice versa
1: and that just makes so much sense it does doesn't doesn't it it? exactly it's interesting isn't it because transform ourselves to hold on when's it due to finish
5: oh it's so it's due to be filled and operational by 2029
1: right so six years time pretty much my math is correct (laughs) pretty much
5: yeah we've allowed three years to fill it up with water wow it's three years that's
1: imagine if your bath is
5: <laughs> exactly and that's exactly what it'll be it'll be like a giant bathtub, yeah being filled filled up um from 2027
1: so will the um in 2027 will people be able to like use the paths and things like that though they uh, or is it the big reveal once it's full Ta-da!
5: you know what i think that's that's still being decided so we're putting together um, um It's called sounds very Technical Recreational Strategy. Um, And we've got one for during construction and then we'll have one when the reservoir is finished. So the one for during construction is um, for people to to still be able to use the site and use the paths around the site while the reservoir is being built and filled with water. Um, And then we'll have the one when it's finished. So we, we, we really will be encouraging people to walk around the site from from the word go from, from while the work is happening so they can really see what's happening um, and get a good view of the work
1: yeah, well there's stuff happening now um, in the distance and we can still walk and a- access it so that's really good <laughs> May's yawning which, uh, we get that reaction a lot <laughs> but it's interesting that we're looking at let's be honest some quite dull fields I mean there's not much here is it, at the moment
5: the risen and especially from from this side, um, but as you can see right at the top of the hill there so we've got um, we've got our site compound over there, yeah. so that's where the contractor is based um, and then a little bit further down the hill you've got a sort of earth mound and that's yeah. our trial embankment, so it's like a small model of how the final embankment um, will look and it's made of different types of clay, and our contractor is monitoring the clay and and how it works and how it all holds together so that when um, they, they go ahead and build the actual reservoir embankment, they know exactly which clays and the order of it that they're going to do.
1: Not the sort of thing you want to get wrong?
5: It's not, no, no. But we're very lucky that we've got some very, very skilled and experienced people working on the project, so... They're, uh, this is right in their area of expertise. But yeah, I mean, we're
1: looking across these fields, as I said, there was not much there so you, it does feel like But well, there's a point of a transformation that we're looking at something that isn't that interesting. I can't imagine people want to come here. It's not exactly a destination, is it? Um, but once there's a reservoir here with recreational facilities and all sorts of things and wildlife, it'll be a great place to come to.
5: It will. I think it will really add something spe- very special, actually, to the local area, um, especially as we are you wouldn't know it from where we're standing here but we're, we're very close to uh, quite a densely populated area um there's lots of houses just over there there's a big estate um and then we've got um more houses more houses in that direction um and i think giving giving the community somewhere where they can come out and, and go for a walk get outside see some nature um in a really accessible way is so important um and i think that's that's a big part of the success of the project and, and why it's why it's um not had uh, a huge amount of opposition is is that it is offering all these really lovely benefits to haven um and, and to the local area
1: that's a good point because you can't tell by looking that actually there's loads of people living really nearby
5: absolutely loads yeah yeah so we are right on the edge of uh, lee park which is a housing estate we've got Havent, bedhampton and then obviously portsmouth slightly further afield um, so, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a,
1: it's a busy area. Well, look, I'm, I'm really glad we formed a splinter group because I think our group's
0: having more fun than that group. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we'll let the listeners tell who had the most fun. Enjoying the show? Please consider leaving a five star rating on iTunes and Spotify.
3: You know, yeah, environmentally led projects. And our environmental compensation strategy, because this is a 160 hectare site, yeah. means that actually the project's going to deliver a sure, net gain to wildlife habitats. Yeah. And we do that both by uh, planting trees and woodlands and wood pasture here on site, but also working off-site in neighbouring areas. So we're going to be bringing Southlee Forest into sustainable management. We're working with Forestry England to start taking down some of those evergreen trees yeah. and replacing them with broadleaf trees and we're also doing a rewilding project I'm really excited about rewilding because I listen to the archers. I was going to say they had rewilding on the (laughs) archers. So I've been listening to rewilding on the archers for years and finally we're getting one of our own. So we're going to work (laughs) with the local farm owner to create 80 hectares of um, new woodland and wood pasture on an area that's previously been used as farmland and so by doing this work we're going to sort of knit together this mosaic of integrated uh, habitats in the area and improve biodiversity See for the whole area so, so <laughs> having
2: thickets the actual woodland itself is absolutely covered by the um crow act which is the countryside rights of Way act oh so it has um open access right across it it's probably like an advert now isn't it Yeah, and that's the thing is actually there are tracks and footpaths and what, what we're standing on at the moment is a is a a, a a trail a path which is for um this would be for uh, walkers and, well, cyclists, and to some extent, it shouldn't be for, for horses, although I've seen some horse hooves up there. Up there. <laughs> haven't, haven't thick. it has, like, bylaws and agreements, and they, they let equestrians go in, horse riders oh, really? go in. Oh, really? So and, uh, and beyond well. just that use equestrian well. path? So what we've had to do as a recreation strategy, we've had to identify trails during construction for the different users. Because,
6: because under that Crow Act, I guess you can't at any point say...
2: Well, yeah. you can, you can actually, you can say no, but you you can't go here. We're we're, we're going Cause to because we've got construction happening. Or uh, forestry, forestry England have forestry operations. That won't apply. The open access won't apply to this site right. here. Right. But but obviously we'll have footpaths and accesses round open grassland. And so, in theory, it's an open site, sort of any, anyway. And of course, there'll be a, a management of grazing to manage the species-rich grassland around it. But it, you know, I think it's quite an important point though. at the moment, there's already open access into, into the uh, haven thicket, so but also the country park, all across where we just as, were, just as, well. as plain and Staunton Country Park is is all open as well. So it's it's wow. uh, yeah, so it's it's really providing a wonderful resource for for uh, people locally. Uh, to use the countryside this podcast is brought
0: to you by ccw the voice for water consumers
1: so we've come to the right round
0: to the other side
1: of the reservoir and we're standing next to some heavy plant which are big trucks for most people (laughs) but heavy plant apparently is what we're going to call it which is pretty impressive but also gives you an idea of just the amount of work that is going to be done on this site and, and the view we've got just gives you that scale it's a huge site very it's it, it, it's impressive even though it's a construction site
3: and it's also so beautiful because we're surrounded by woodlands as well we've got have thickets on the one side and we've got the other forests around us and the community just nestled on the far side. Yeah, you know, the thing that's really exciting about this project is it's not just a major reservoir construction project. It's also about creating a green sort of hub of activities and places for the community to enjoy in the years to come.
1: You're quite right, though. There's almost a full 360 of, mm. t- of trees when you mm. look.
2: Yeah. And, and, and when you when you stand on that, you can visualise a, 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 a reservoir being here. It, it kind of fits, doesn't it? It sits nicely in the landscape. I think. Probably nice is probably the wrong word, but I I No I think <laughs> nice. Well. Yeah, I mean standing right, right
1: here, you do get the idea of the topography works yeah, as well. There is a there is a ball. A natural ball here.
6: That's right. Yeah, it's a relief. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make <laughs> sure. your yeah. building
1: a bit yeah.
2: <laughs> easier. Terrible
6: shame if it was a big hill.
2: <laughs> oh, what's been uh, really uh, key is, of course, the rest. There's a very large embankment going on, going along the sort of southern edge next to Staunton Country Park. But as part of that, there's going to be a viewpoint that links up to the um, one of the key viewpoints in Staunton Country Park. So if people are going to be able to walk down from there and then walk up onto the embankment and have that vista, and get a vista of this uh, yeah, reservoir uh, and, with all these trees and yes and like we were
6: saying with the wetlands you're going to see all these different animals across it it's going to be a really well i want to come back and see it that's for certain i'm, I'm excited to see how this looks in 2028. I look forward to you coming back for that. What series
3: will we be on by then?
1: Oh, yeah, we'll we'll be on series series. 14 of Waterfall by then. Yeah, and and if it's not been picked up by Radio 4 by (laughs) then, we'll be very disappointed. (laughs) I
3: think think the Archers will
1: be talking about you. (laughs) That's
6: what it'll be, the next... I I won't be rewilding on the Archers and us talking about them. It'll be them talking about us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, But, mate... I know you did I know you weren't planning on speaking, but thank you so much, and good luck in whatever you do next. Uh, you. And you know, would you think about joining the water sector?
4: Um, not sure, maybe.
1: Oh, like that! Oh, what a glowing endorsement.
2: Keep <laughs> your options open. <like>,
4: yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, keep you cl- put your, pay your cards close to your chest. <laughs> um, okay. Eleanor, thank you so much for telling us about the the the, the 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 reservoir. It's been really enlightening, particularly the stuff on the community um, aspects, because actually, it's good to hear. How positive the vibe is about about this this new reservoir. So thank you so much.
5: Yeah, it's no problem, and it'd be great to have you back um, as, as the project progresses to see we'll see what's happening. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be really cool to watch. So yeah, thank you for coming.
1: No, brilliant. Thank you guys. But we um, but look, th- thank you both, uh, Liz and Rory. It's been so great hearing not just about the reservoir, but actually both of you have come across so passionately yeah you really care about this project, which is, you know, it's actually, that is really lovely as well. You know, this isn't just a job for you guys, is it?
3: Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. You know, environmentally led is not just a buzzword. It's something we care deeply about at Portsmouth Water. We care deeply about the environment and about our community. And we want to make sure that people are involved so we can make it the best that we can. Mm,
2: best of the opportunities, best environmental outcomes possible.
1: Well, thank you both very much. And as Kat said, I've said about 50 times now, this. We've got to come back and see you when it's done. I want to come and do that park run. You might be sick of (laughs) us. Why are they here again? (laughs)
2: There'll
0: be some restraining orders there.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Don't let them on site. (laughs) You're welcome anytime. Thank you. Thank you both so much. It's genuinely been fascinating.
0: What would you like Waterfall to cover next? Send your water-saving topics to podcast, at ccwater.org.uk. So that was
1: great. We're back in the we're in the car. <laughs> we're in the car, car. yep. Yeah. Uh, in the compound where they, where all the all the big diggers are. I mean that was great.
6: It was genuinely really informative. And just lovely, actually.
1: So, Kath, I mean, you didn't mention whether you wanted to come back or not in the future. <laughs>
6: no, I, I think I forgot to say that and I should have tried to be a little more <laughs> forthcoming. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, seriously, I'll be back here <laughs> too much, I think. It sounds amazing.
1: No, we will be fascinating to see when it's finished. And... and uh it seems like a project being done in the right way, which is great and really involving the community, meeting a challenge of future water resources, uh, but also providing a facility that is great for the locals. And what struck me is just driving into this compound, we're right next to a, to a big estate. Yep. Um, And you just turn a corner and suddenly there's going to be this fantastic new reservoir there. And that's going to be brilliant for the people who live locally.
6: And I think that really came across from Eleanor, from May, from Rory, from Liz. This isn't just a civil engineering project. This isn't just uh, the council working with the water company and the forestry commission to you know fill, fill up a hole as you and say it's then, not just about bats <laughs> it's not just about bats or dormice um, but it genuinely is being done it, it it is a civil engineering project it's a huge piece of infrastructure it definitely is
1: because I'm looking at some massive diggers
0: <laughs>
6: yeah they're really big <laughs> the tyres are taller than us Um but it's so important that it as you say being done in the right way and I think what this project really shows is that we obviously we want nature based solutions but It's also possible to have a a civil engineering solution that does good for the environment. It isn't just destructive and it's changing it, absolutely. But it's fulfilling a need and it's, you know, this will be pleasant to live by, which I don't think comes across in all civil engineering.
1: So you can find solutions that are good for people and good for nature. So we will stick um, a load of stuff in the show notes. We'll stick some Um. of our pictures on our Instagram feed, which is waterfall podcast and um, we'll also put some links to the fly through that, that portsmouth water have of, of the reservoir yep. so you can find out more for yourselves we're running out of time though uh finally <laughs> don't forget you can get in touch we have an email address
6: we do have an email address it's talk
1: to us it's podcast at ccwater.org.uk well kath it's been brilliant you joining us for this episode hope you enjoy yourself you seem to be having a whirl <laughs> yeah I might not come back to
6: Birmingham now thanks
1: bye <laughs> <laughs> but thank you and thanks for listening um, so it's goodbye from me Mike goodbye from me Kat.